Conchata and Kelly's radio show. Hi, Kelly. Hey. How are you? I'm great. Here's the lighter. Thank you very much. <laughs> you might need that. <laughs> All right. So let's let's turn the corner a little bit and let's talk about something a little bit more serious, a little bit more. Um, I don't want to say dramatic. R. Kelly. Pressing. Gail. That's all I'm going to say. Fucking killed it, didn't she? Gail was like, do not come for me. She knew it. She, it was like, she knew it. She was like, I'm ready for you, motherfucker. Love I think it. they probably, she and Oprah probably practiced that after hours for a while. <laughs> Tonight we're going to role play your R. Kelly interview. <laughs> yeah. Except you'll have clothes on when you actually do it. <laughs> Yes, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> but let's talk about being being 35 plus. I'm plus. I'm plus. <laughs> <laughs> I have um, to check that box now. Today, the box I checked was 35 to 44. Yes. Go fuck yourself. Yep, yep. That's what it is. Hmm? It happens. Just keeps getting up there. But let's talk about like milestones, maybe. How there's this still there's this stigma um, for this particular age bracket I'm feeling, maybe it's just because of I'm being sensitive because I'm in the age bracket now, but I feel that there's this stigma for the checklist, the life checklist. You should have X amount of dollars in the bank. You should have X amount of cars or X type of car. You should have this kind of house. You should have this kind of significant other. You should be married. You should be uh, having Pregnant. children, yes. yes, you should be doing all these things. Do you feel like in your field in the makeup industry, do you feel like that's a pressing thing? Do you see a lot of female? Well, let me ask you this: Do you see a lot of female makeup artists for the most part, or do you see like a mixture of male and female? More female, but a mixture, right? Okay, but definitely female dominant. Okay, so given that you're in a largely female populated society there um do you see that happening with your peers do you see that happening um like them having these same kinds of ideas of like the life checklist or do you see them as because they're artistic and you know it's a sort of a freer mentality in general um you've definitely got those girls that are i'm married now i've been married for two years it's time for me to have a baby you know um mm-hmm. and then you've got the other women who are single and you know somebody's cougar aunt right right and um, they're fine with it but it's like working around a lot of women it's just it's both catty and it's just very overly opinionated and judgmental and I think those of us that are happily beating our own drum and just sort of like going on living our lives there's the other ones of everybody else that really wants to be like you know once you're this age you know you know having a baby may be hard for you or you know I can't believe you're not engaged yet yeah you know yeah it's like yeah that's what I get being single myself is is you know h- how could this have happened meanwhile yeah. <laughs> I have a huge fucking mouth that's how it happened no no I I, I just I, I think everybody's path is different and but what fascinates me is the the that sort of invisible to visible um, pressure that happens without people even realizing it, I think. Because, look, I have aspirations of, yes, being married one day, I believe in 
the commitment of marriage. I think that's a beautiful, amazing thing. And if I find a partner who is on the same level as me, who agrees with my views on that, then, oh my God, that what a blessing that would be. And we could do that step. But if that doesn't happen, I, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to quit life. life. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'm not just going to roll over. I'm going to keep going and doing something else that fulfills or whatever. But when, or having children too, like I feel that weird biological pressure. Like there is, there biological clocks are a real thing. I never, I thought that was like, oh yeah, yeah. that's a made up like dramatic thing or like, um, so an excuse a man gave a woman's temperament or right, something right. at the, any given moment. Right. But I, the past couple of years I have been going like, oh shit, that's, so that's just fucking science that we can't fight. I can't fight science like that. <laughs> I mean, I know medicine's really great nowadays, if but you've like got the money, yes, exactly. you can build it. <laughs> but I also feel the pressure, like people put pressure on, on each other on, unbeknownst to them. Um, because they see something, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm not explaining myself well, but it's kind of like, oh, I see you doing that. Oh, no, shit, yeah. it's a check-in for me. Yeah. I should be doing this. Well, Molly's blah, blah, blah. married, and she's got a dog, and she's pregnant, and they have a house in the suburbs right. with a fence. And me and Molly are so much alike. We should be on the same I don't understand level. why she's got it together. Right. Right. And then you or don't realize how that piles maybe up. don't want to live in the suburbs with a fucking fence. So fuck you guys, you right? Know, then, or not uh, even fuck you guys, but 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 like, why should that be a problem that that's not what you want? Right. I feel like forty approached much faster than I assumed it would. I'm gonna be forty-one at the end of the month, which is definitely not as glamorous as saying you're gonna be forty. <laughs> I may just say I'm forty again because I like the ringtone of it. I might just keep saying I'm forty for a few years <laughs> until I hit forty-five, and then I can go, no, 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 yeah, forty-five. <laughs> But I get that a lot, and I see these women. It's just like, it's just like a very materialistic, like clicky high school. It's like older girls in high school kind of clicks the way I see these women click up. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely, you know, the, like the Lincoln Park Trixies, where it's like, yeah, I'm engaged, yeah, and I do Soul Cycle, yeah, and I'm moving to Glencoe, <laughs> and I'm gonna have a baby in one of those really expensive strollers from Volkswagen, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, Staten Island's no different. Staten Island, it was like it was it was like when Facebook was like at the height of its popularity, and it was like we all got engaged at the same time, four best girlfriends, and we are all posing with the duck face and like everyone and the showed their rings. Mm, love it. And then it was like a couple years later, it was like doing the same shit on their wedding day and their veil. With hashtag my day and then a couple years later it was like first baby I'm pregnant oh look I'm getting so big and the (coughs) belly is like like when I have a burrito you know Mm -hmm. and then they all now they're on most of them are on their third or fourth kid and and I I look at their faces I like try to look into their eyes and I this is not everyone that I know that's married and has children by the way this is not a blanket statement this This is is a certain few individuals that I see um, the pattern, yes, happening, and they look like something's missing, like they're worn in Stepford a way. Stepford wives. Yeah, there's like a hollowness almost, and maybe that's just my own shit that I'm putting on somebody else. But I do, I do wonder if you're it's, one of these women. Call us at five 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 six seven six seven. Callie and Conchetta. We've got a 
fake phone we can answer. <laughs> Call in. <laughs> so what's the answer then? What should we... The answer is... Is there something to be proactive, you know, a way to be proactive about this? Um, or, because I don't like to just, like, bitch and then not do anything. I don't know. I mean, I do. I, mean, I just but. feel like, you know, if, if somebody has, you know, here's my opinion about, you know, this, then I respect that. But mm-hmm. if this is my opinion about this, also please respect that. Like, don't seem so alarmed that, like, I don't know yet. Like, you don't know. Like, my girlfriend, the other day, she went through the in vitro and all of the fancy doctors. And it's like, so are you planning on doing it? What's happening? Like, have you called the doctor yet? Do you, do you even know? She immediately put that pressure on me. Yeah. I mean, oh. it's really like, here's the doctor's name. If you haven't called this one, she, you know, she can help. Like, do your eggs, blah, blah, blah. It's like, and then I'm sitting there listening to them talk about stuff. Because the client we're with, she's a mom. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know if I flunked out of, <laughs> you know, female history class. But no, I don't know what the fuck yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I don't that think is. you do unless you're like interested in doing. That, Does that so. mean I'm not interested in it? Approaches, broaches my next oh, question. Interesting. I don't know. Are you? Do you feel like maybe you're soul searching on whether or not you're interested? I think that's versus, pretty true. Yeah. I think if I had the money to buy a Maserati, I'd be officially having a midlife crisis. Um, yeah, I think so. Because when you were growing up and somebody's like, I'm 40 years old, you were like, you are fucking ancient. Yeah. Yeah. But I also look at those 40 year olds from my youth and, and I go like, but damn, they had all this shit done. Yeah. You're a grown up. Yes. You are grown ups. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm a grown up. Technically, I'm not a grown up, but I'm only a grown up in in age. I'm not a grown up mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. Having a baby to me right now is kind of like forgetting Sarah Marshall, where he hands him his demo tape, and then a couple days later, he's like, "Hey, did you listen to my demo tape?" And he's like, (laughs) "Well, I was gonna listen to it, but then I just kind of went on living my life." Right. That sort of. (laughs) And then the other half of me is like, "Wouldn't it be cool to have a baby?" But right, right. Those are my two thoughts of which are completely polar opposites. Mm-hmm. Some days when I have to like, but I, I I think they're both correct. I think so. I just I don't know, but I, you know, it's the final countdown. Yeah. So like obviously I better put up or shut up at some point because you know according to seven hundred ninety four women that I know, <laughs> I better get on it. You don't have time to waste. Yeah, but but don't you feel like morally then? So if we if we just talked about the biological aspects of this, discussing it morally, do you feel like that's the best way to bring a child into the world? That's not a question just for you. What? I just mean like... Like, well, I only kind of wanted you. I just want to kind of do it just to see what happened. Well, that would be terrible. But like, but seeing... Facing the facts of biology and going like, well, it sort of feels like a little bit like I'm getting close to now or never. Well, and I feel like, speaking for myself, yeah, I feel immense pressure. I'm putting immense pressure on myself. I feel like I'm getting it from all the females I know. Except for you, Conchetta. Thanks. Uh, And while I'm not getting that pressure from my mother... Mm -hmm. I am getting a little bit of that pressure from my mother-in-law subconsciously. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, there's 
a feeling of, do I want to do this? Or am I being selfish? Because I don't want to give up my lifestyle. But then you see there's mothers who, they're cool as fuck, but they're toting around, you know, like a bratty my sister old She's got four of them. And she's the coolest girl I've ever met in my life. I think wrapping your head around that and then actually making it happen, I'm with a, you know, I have a husband who actually would be a great dad. And, mm-hmm. you know, I know I wouldn't be like, what the fuck? I'm stuck with these kids by right. myself. No, he would you never know, like angry, yeah. angry Italian mom. Right. Um, but it's just scary because I don't know. And you can't go back. That's for sure. That's for sure. So it's life altering. And, you know, every TV show, every comedian tells a joke, every, you know, everything is about, oh, if you get married, you've ruined your life. But now, <laughs> if you've, you're married and you have kids, forget it, kill yourself. Yeah. You know, and so it's just like, and while everybody wants to go, no, really, it's special. I mean, look, we all have our ups and downs. I mean, like, I've been with my person a long ass time. Yeah. So it's just like, it's not like it doesn't get easier or harder. It's just like you got to put some effort in. And sometimes it's hard enough with two people, much less bringing in a third person. It's almost one of those things that it's like, I also don't want to be withholding. If he, that's something he genuinely wants, which I know. Right. How much of this is uh, not just about you. And you're in, you're in the, the committed duo of, of your lifetime, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, that's... <laughs> Making a decision by yourself is sometimes hard enough. And then to make a decision with somebody else, you know. Or for somebody else. Right, right, is, uh, is tricky. So I don't blame you for taking time with it. You should take time with well, it. Well, but then you, you consider go, all aspects oh gosh, how much time. But then you hear about these other ones. Oh, I'm 47, I had a kid. Yeah. Okay, that's good for you, but like, I don't want to be 86 years old and have a third That's grader. what I do think of. I, I don't want to... I, I don't want to have to like go like, oh, help mommy get up off the floor yeah. when I'm down there playing blocks with you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get mommy's even walker, see where baby. The Legos connect. <laughs> get me my teeth from the other room. I'll chew your celery for you. <laughs> That's my problem. My fear is just being too old. I love kids. I've worked with kids my whole life. I have a lot of cousins. I have a lot of nieces and nephews now. Which is fucking so fucking rad. How being many? An aunt. I have two nieces and four nephews. Okay, I have two nieces. That's not true. I have two nieces and three. Oh, nephews. three nephews. <laughs> you materialized. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you kind of discredit yourself when you're like, oh yeah, I think about having kids, and then you say something stupid like that, like you can't even keep track of them. So, you know, I know why I'm in the position I'm in. But see, the issue that I'm struggling with in my world, my version of this, is that I have been with my partner for five years, and I would love to take the relationship up a level. Um, and for him, he doesn't believe in marriage, so that's not our next step. So, okay, then I go, okay, then what is our next step? How do we level up here? Like, it could be an emotional mental level up I'm down for that that'd be awesome any kind of growth is great you know Um, but but he he says he'd rather have a child than get married that's the next level for him is a child and I'm me I go right to if you can't commit to another person and say the words forever Knowing full well that life fucking happens, right? Okay, but some going in with the intention of 
this is my one person for as long as we both shall live, right? Right. Then how, how are you gonna commit to raising a tiny little helpless creature? Like, like, how do I know there's a committed person there? Isn't it funny that like, in order to be committed, we have to be like, I'll give up at least half of my stuff. Yes. I would love to, I would love to hear from the couple who has it all, who has two independent lives going on, their own careers, but they're very supportive. He's gay and he brings home straight (laughs) tail from the gay bar when he brings home his friend. Here's my, here's my new date, Robbie and his friend, Chad. (laughs) You know, and you would not be having sex because like I said, he'd be out at the bar and there's always like a straight friend that's out. That's right. And you could just like, hey. And you're like, thanks. Right. But or you're good night. Yeah. <laughs> and those are our thoughts on being in the age bracket of 36 to 44. <laughs> now moving on to another topic. But first, a word from our sponsors. Damn it, I have to do that again. But first, a word from our sponsors. W-E-E-D. Weed. Okay, have you seen the new TripAdvisor commercial? Basically, it's like this dad and he's planning a trip, which I thought was for the whole family, but then as the commercial rolls on, it's just him and the daughter, which, I don't know, that seems just kind of weird. Like, who are you marketing to? Like, dad's looking to kidnap? We've got you. TripAdvisor will tell you who's not gonna tell. Well, we have a fantastic guest with us here today, don't we, Kelly? <whistles> Kelly? <laughs> Rory Zacker. Rory Zacker is in the house. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Whose house? My Rory's house. house. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here. So what's going on, Rory? You, you just you finished your dog a to show. The yes, I did. My dog is, uh, he's the, the Robin to my Batman. We have Boogie here. Oh he's not going to say much, but he's very interested in what's happening right now. He's so the sweetest. If face. this was being videoed, you could see him. So. Well, we'll take pictures of it. And don't don't come on the fucking podcast and immediately put it down and say, like, how we don't have video. Yeah. Just out us to everybody like that. They have video. No, it's it's wonderful. <laughs> the video here is wonderful. There's, like, That's 12 right. cameras. That's right. A true friend lies for you. The catering here is wonderful. So, Rory. Who is Rory? How do we <laughs> describe Rory? Rory is, among other things, a moody Gemini. <laughs> I'm a I'm a trick. I'm a Mark ass trick. I'm a trick ass Mark. Whoa! I'm a hula hoop scallywag. 
Um, I am I am old man Labanco. I am in some circles. I am uh, the best circles. I'm Ooh. also uh, uh, your worst enemy, Conchetta. That's true. Okay. No, Rory is an actor. He is an animal rights activist. He is a animal transport. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Um, I work from home when I'm not acting. Um, so I have a lot of time. So I decided to get involved uh, with Animal Rescue. And unfortunately, uh, my place is already has two cats and a dog. And there's not room to foster um, just because of the limited space. So I decided to get involved with uh, transporting animals. So I joined uh, various Facebook groups and... Uh, when they uh, when the animal control center um, um, gets animals, uh, you can put holds on them. So these rescue groups will put holds on them, or fosters because the CACC in Chicago is a is a kill shelter. So unfortunately, they will put animals down unless these rescue groups take them. So I will drive the animals from uh, the CACC and I'll drive them to various places around the Chicagoland area for these rescue groups to the foster. I also do dog drives. Um, these people on Facebook uh, rescue dogs and they usually come from like Chicago or Alabama going to Minnesota or going to Connecticut. So I drive a leg um, for these groups and drive the dogs from point A to B and then somebody else takes them to the next location and so on and so on until they go to their um, wherever the rescue home is. So. That's amazing. <clears throat> it's very fun. It's very rewarding. It also can be sad, um, especially I've had, um, which we're actually approaching now and I'll be a lot busier with it. It's kitten season because now it's starting oh to warm God. up. It's kitten season. So a lot of times they will bring in these bottle babies or, or mush babies. And, you know, unless these What's rescues, uh, a bottle baby is a kitten that's a few days old to like, a, like maybe a week or two. Um, they, they have to be fed either from, oh. you know, from the mother by nursing. But if they, they come in without the mother, then you have to feed them with like a, a bottle, like a droplet bottle. Right, and right. these people are especially trained. Unfortunately, CACC doesn't have, um, CACC doesn't have people to overnight feed because you have to feed them every couple hours so if these bottle babies come in and they're not picked up by a rescue uh or something they will die and sometimes even if they go to the rescues they'll die you know because they you know were out in the cold and it's you know they need a lot of care and um so i will drive bottle babies if i need to i'll drive mush mush babies are a little bit older like a couple weeks where they can eat like mush food but they can't eat like solid food and those cats have better chances of survival but um yeah, I've had a few bottle babies die in the car, and it always sucks. And it's just like, you know, oh they, God, they're in a so they're in a carrier or they're in a uh, cardboard carrier, and you know, they just they just didn't make it, or they'll make it for a few days and then they die. But you always say they get they have a better chance by this over nothing. So you kind of do what you can. But yeah, it's kitten season coming up. Woohoo! It's kitten season, which means people time to adapt. Don't is there shop. is there a, a link that they can um, donate if, if people? Uh, you can go to the Chicago Animal Control Center. It's CACC. It's probably .org or .com, or I would recommend uh, Paws or the Anti Cruelty Society. Or if you're thinking of adopting, you know, always adopt, don't shop. But you can go to any of these animal rescues. Um, but CACC has animal adoption events all the time. They have adopting hours every day for cats and dogs. Get a buddy, and if you're adopting cats, adopt too. They're better in pairs. Interesting. I kind of think all animals are better in pairs. Yeah. They uh, socialize better, I feel like. Yeah, well, it's pack <coughs> mentality, right? So. Well, dogs are different because their dogs are outside and they're at dog parks or walks. Cats, it's better if you're going to be home to give them a buddy because they're not just alone. 
And I think it keeps them younger, it keeps them healthier because they have someone to play with, someone to interact with, socialize. I just think it's better for the animal. Now, do you think that's that applies to people as well? Like a single, uh, single child household versus... I don't know. Kid with I, I don't know. I have a sibling. You have a sibling. You have a sibling. I have two siblings. Yeah. Um, my mom was an only child. So she always says she wishes she had a brother or sister. She's like, I don't understand the brother-sister dynamic. Like, I, with my sister, like, we'll have our jokes or whatever. And, right. You know, Kelly and, and, and her brother have jokes. You and your brothers, I'm sure, have jokes. So right. my mom was always, like, envious of that. So she doesn't. She always, like, wonders, but she, you know... She, she, this is what it is you know? yeah but I think you want one sometimes but you know um, some single kids are like no I like having my parents all to myself I think there was a long period of time where and I have two older brothers and you know when boys are little they're really gross they're really gross and there was a whole section where I was like aware that my brothers were super gross and I didn't want to like hang out with them even though I worshipped them and wanted them to like want me to play I was like but I don't want to play with you because you're gross I wished for so long that I had a sister. I asked my parents. I was like, can you make a girl for me? And they were like, that's not really <laughs> Go out and make how friends. we do it. Me um, <laughs> and my sister, we, all, we always played with, you know, in groups together. But like, then when you get older, like I remember I would babysit her and my parents would go out for the night and I would just like, I'm watching TV in this room. You're going to be in that room. Don't bother me. You're on your own, you know? So... What, are you older? I'm older. Oh, I'm about have... three years older. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bossy big brother. Rude. Are you older, Kelly? Yeah. By how much? Five years. Oh, wow. She so used to wail big, on her brother. Bossy big sister, too. Yeah. yeah. I, you can't wail on your little I sister. Got, I don't know what that's like. I got everything growing up. Like, my dad did not fuck around. Like, I got my ass beat. Yeah. And when my brother was in high school, he was now bigger than my dad. And I think he was just such... An asshole that they were like, all right, we were done. We we give up. Right. Like he got into some trouble. And I remember I used to work at a nightclub called Crowbar, and I had just gotten home around four o'clock, probably three thirty in the morning, and he comes in like not even twenty minutes after me, and it's raining like thunderstorming out, and he had driven my parents' new car. Like he wouldn't let me drive it, <laughs> but this asshole got to do it. And. I just remember watching him park the car, drive up, park the car, get out of the car with no feet, no shoes on his feet. Oh my God. You're driving in the rain with no shoes on your feet and then like stumble up and try to open. She had these two big giant dome, dome doors and one's a dummy door and one's the actual door. And he walks up to the wrong door and I realize he's fucking drunk. And it was like, I went on the lawn and beat the fuck out of him. I like beat the fuck out of him. So, what do you have going on now, Rory, besides texting in the middle of the podcast? Um, sorry. um I just girl. finished a show, which yes, you saw. I did. Um, Rory was excellent. Tell us a little bit about Swamp Baby. Uh, yeah, I, was, I was just finished a show at the Greenhouse Theater Center on Lincoln and Lincoln Park, and uh, uh, Impact um, was the production company that put on the show. And um, it was a world premiere show called Swamp Baby, written by Aaron Carter, not the Aaron Carter who's the brother of the Backstreet Boy. Um, that would have been a lot cooler. Well, it would have been different, but Swamp Baby was a uh, <laughs> it was a drama uh, taking place in uh, the uh, Louisiana swamp in the early 1900s. Um, it, it was a dark show. It it's, involves race, it involves family, it involves incest, incest it involves Bro. the circus. It's it was a very heavy okay. show, okay. and 
but we just finished our run and ended March 3rd, and it was a, a success. I played Armand Aubinier, the uh, owner-operator Barker of the Freak Show, and it uh, it was a wild ride, let me tell you. But it was fun. I'm glad you guys both got to see it. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't want to say I had a blast. It's a heavy but show. I, but I was, you know, because we know each other from a, a totally different world. Tony and Tina's wedding. Yes, exactly. And we played husband and wife. I'm uh, with my real wife and my was, fake wife. It was, it was nice seeing you do something that, you know, because Tony and Tina's is largely a comedy. Yeah. Um, improv comedy. It was nice to see you doing something where I know you had long ass speeches to memorize. And, and that's and that's what I wanted. Like my, very dramatic like that. That was cool. My goal after Tony and Tina's was like, I want to do a drama. I want to do something with uh, scripted words. I want to do something that I have to like you know, because improv, I love it. It's great. It's 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 fun, but it's like sometimes it's like I'm like you're good at it. You're so good at it. I'm so good at it. And like I needed to challenge myself again. I haven't been in like a normal play, like a drama since college. So I wrote something that I'd like to eventually get made. Yeah, dude. Um, Rory wrote this amazing... Um, it's like uh, a half hour... Episodic. It's a half hour episodic. It's kind of like in the, in the styles of like Broad City and Workaholics on Comedy Central and... And kind of like a web webisode. It's um, pretty funny. I it's, got an it's early really sneak peek. Yeah, I, I would like to do it. It's just I, I'm always looking for people to help me produce and do that stuff because those are not my strong points, like getting a production together. But um, yeah, I am so the, the Kickstarter. Yeah, no, no, not, it's, has, not the, it's not the money. It's just the finding the. Uh, it's finding no, it the, is, the. It is. The it is because it's a, it's about fundraising, man. Because if you had the money to make whatever film or whatever pro art project you wanted to make, you of course you would make it. Right. So True. It's always it always comes down to funding. But it's just like the getting the the paperwork and getting that stuff. That's not where my strength strength lies. So I'd like to. Would you uh, like to put out uh, an ad for an assistant of some sort? Nah, I just we have lots of you know, viewers who are looking for jobs. Dozens and dozens, <laughs> dozens and dozens. Um, if anybody's interested, dozens. threes and threes. Um, Conchata and Kelly's radio show. Hey, mother, we know that being a mom isn't easy, especially when your breasts feel like bricks with nipples. You're up to your eyeballs in diapers. You're delirious from the four 20-minute naps you've had in the last three months and calling it sleep, and your partner is nowhere to be found. Nightmare, right? Wrong! Did you know that every day more and more moms just like you are using cannabis to help soothe painful symptoms such as postpartum depression, nausea, headaches, panic attacks, high blood pressure, and anxiety, just to name a few. So the next time your child is screaming their hat off and you're hiding in the dark, waiting for the room to stop spinning, praying for the chair wheel to carry on, try weed. Doctor recommended, mother approved. Weed, we're everyone's earthly delight. W-E-E-D. Weed. Anyway, let's play a couple of games. Okay. This one is called, Did This Happen in Florida or to Flo Rida? Are you familiar with Flo Rida? Uh, but he's a rapper. Correct. Doesn't he do apple bottom jeans? He does. Okay. 
That's what I call that song. Okay. Apple bottom jeans. Yes, I had to think about what that was. I was like, boots like the actual the boots made of fur. Jeans. With the fur. With the fur. Yeah. That's clever. <clears throat> Thank you. You're welcome. A man tried to purchase a hot dog with cannabis. I mean, knowing that if you were flow rider, you'd probably have cannabis just like readily available on you. That's, this the, is, that's, a, val- that's a valid point. That's I, my fantasy about having that much weed available to me at all times so that I can just offer it as compensation. I, like, here's my buds. Can I have a hot dog? Rappers don't really rap about hot dogs. I don't, I think it's Florida. That is correct. It did happen in Florida. Danny De Jesus was arrested because he tried to trade a napkin full of cannabis for a hot dog. You know, I'm not mad about it. I'm just gonna say I understand. Yeah, I'm gonna probably say I've. That's not drugs. even. A fair, that's not a fair trade. I've accepted drugs for. The a weed drink. is more than a hot dog. A hot dog is what? Three fifty. That's exactly right. So yeah. I think he was. Just he was like, making out. He was making a worse end of the deal. That guy was just. And who's square. this? This yeah, this like lamo that reported it on top of everything else. Okay. He probably has a library card. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. Number two. An intoxicated man started a fire while making cookies in the nude on a George Foreman grill. Well, that's too easy. I'll answer that one for you. That's definitely happening to Flo Rida. So wait, is it happening to him exactly, or is it a lyric of his song? No, it's happening. Well, that's interesting. We can expand it into that. All right. With the so it actually inter- happened to Flo Rida. This, yeah. These were the intentions of, did it happen to Flo Rida say it again, or say it again. in Florida? Okay. An intoxicated man started a fire while making <laughs> cookies in the nude on the George Foreman grill. I'm still. I'm gonna go with Florida. I'm gonna give you a little bit more before I answer. He drank two liters of vodka, smoked cannabis. Oh. Decided to bake cookies, but didn't want to turn on his oven, so he used his Foreman grill. And forgot about them. Sounds like first of all, first off, he should have eaten just a cookie, though. Um, I mean, people who actually make cookies are psychopaths. It's he just, was too. I'm still gonna say Florida. I'm just gonna say Florida. I'm gonna give you a little more of the story. Wait, there's more. <laughs> Somebody got paid to write a story about that in the actual paper. He then placed dry. <laughs> all right, with that. <laughs> he then placed dry towels on the inflamed cookies, and shocker, the house went up. <laughs> I'm still gonna say Florida. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to it. I don't, there's all this reverse psychology, no. That is correct, it did happen in Florida. Here's what I love about it though. Nowhere in the story does it say when he also decided it would be a good plan to, uh, to do this all completely naked. <laughs> yeah, why were you naked? <laughs> Number three. Security officer was fired for uploading his farts to Instagram. That's Florida. That's Florida. <laughs> I'm gonna have to agree. Florida's the penis of the United States, so yes, that's Florida. That is correct, <laughs> it is Florida. Paul Flart, security guard in a hospital, spent his job in the that, lobby. Oh, let's, I'm gonna with, stop you right there. Is <laughs> it Paul Flart? That sounds like. Oh. A made-up story. Looks like Paul Blart, mall cop. That yes, sounds like... except his name is Flart. And he likes to fart. Security guard in a hospital spent his job in the lobby, which he noticed had good acoustics. <laughs> this inspired him to create an Instagram account uh, dedicated to his farts. 
uh, to document his farts for six Living the dream. months. <laughs> six wow. months. You know, it's amazing that we have we live in a world where it's like you can produce something as beautiful as as, as Michelangelo's farts. David, <laughs> and then on the other end of the spectrum, you have Instagram loading farts. And you know this guy growing up, his nickname was Flart. And here's how he got caught. Farts. Someone uploaded a compilation video like of a Paul's farts, and it went viral. Well done, Paul Flart. He was reportedly not fired yeah. because of his fart videos, but rather because he made them in uniform <laughs> on company time well you know because he didn't punch out first <laughs> that was my favorite one okay last one a person blamed a windy day for the cocaine found in their bag it definitely sounds like florida <laughs> i'm saying florida i'm going to straight florida i'm on the fence a little <laughs> want a little more information yeah. florida police I gave it to you. <laughs> it happened in Florida. Rory was correct. Oh, Florida police pulled over a swerving car owned by... I'm still going to say Flo Rida, maybe. I want to say her name correctly, and I won't. But her, owned by... I won't tell. Kinesia Pose after an officer smelled marijuana. I believe that it's pronounced in it. Pose. <laughs> has a O. After an officer smelled marijuana, he conducted a search finding marijuana and cocaine in her purse. She admitted the marijuana was in fact hers. But the wind blew in there. The cocaine. Her excuse? Quote, it's a windy day. It must have flown into the window and into my purse. End quote. Can't prove it. I mean, you know, hey. Florida, everyone. Florida. Very last one. Here's a bonus. Here's a bonus. Oh, you weren't expecting this. Someone donated. I don't know how you'll uncover this mystery. Someone donated a loaded grenade launcher to Goodwill. In what part of Florida? Someone donated a loaded like what part or like what city launcher city to good. I'm gonna go with Orlando. That's a good one. That's a good one. Definitely a good one. I know a lot of hooligans. And I and I I will almost Orlando. agree with you, but I'm gonna just pick something different. But if it's Orlando, I'm not gonna be surprised. I'm gonna say Panama City. That's interesting. Both great choices, but they are both incorrect. It was, in fact, in Tampa, Florida. Oh, I was going to say so Tampa. Shout out to Tampa. And once again, right Florida. You well done. Florida, you never disappoint us. I went to school in South Florida, and oh, Tell God. us about that. Yeah, what's that? I like? went to school in South Florida. Good story. Rory used to frequent a strip club called Club Madonna, mm. which ironically later in life we would have in common because I worked at a nightclub right next door called Crowbar at the Cameo. So I always <coughs> wanted to like I went to that Club Madonna, but I always I just loved it because it was Madonna. Yeah. Only to find out that years earlier, Rory would go into Club Madonna's. Tell, tell us the stories. And what would you well, do? Well, with, with the University of Miami ID, it was a, it was a, a no alcohol club, I think. Maybe it was, I don't remember. Um, but it, it was 18 and over. But if you had a Miami ID, you got in for like five bucks plus two drinks. So like, we all went a lot. It was something to do in, in South Florida. I, I wasn't 21 yet, so okay. Um, 
Yeah, Miami, you could totally get. You're like, I'm 14. They're like, all right, come yeah. on into the club. Well, it's 18, 19. You could still go to a strip club, but you can't. I can't go to a, like a bar. And my ID would work sometimes, but um, yeah, I would go in. There was uh, 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 an above uh, the ground, you know, the main room, and then there was the the skybox. And I'd go in there a lot um, to get private dances because that was what you did. Private dances. Oh yeah. yeah. And sometimes. But uh, you're a young lad. He would go and wear overalls. I would wear overalls with no underwear. So during the private dance, I'd get even better friction. And sometimes the girls would reach into the overalls and. uh, Did you have to tip extra for that, or did you? I probably did. Yeah, little happy endings. That was great. Not all the time, but some of the time. Plus, overalls were inside. Were those some of your first sexual experiences or not? Uh, you were like well versed at that point. Well, I mean, I was like getting there, you know. Like it was, I was in the beginning stages, but I wasn't like. You're blooming. Very sexually. new. I wasn't very new, but I was still like on the. Newer side of town. Yeah, I'd say I was like a two or a three, if you know, new is from zero to ten. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Kelly, your face. It was fun, and they were open late. Like it was something. That, honestly, it was something to do back then, and when you were. Not old enough to get into like some of the clubs on South Beach, and I wasn't really a club guy like the, you know the, you know I wasn't that kind of guy. <laughs> when we were planning the honeymoon, the travel agent was like, "You should go to Mykonos," mm. and I was like, "Well, my husband isn't exactly like a cocaine and bottle service type guy, so I don't know that that's gonna be a good fit." And honestly, neither are you anymore. But she could be. No, she, I, I actually She could be. 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 She we just did a segment called Did That Happen in Florida or Two Flow Rider? Okay. And lots of those stories uh, present marijuana, cannabis in a very negative light. The creators of this program do not support marijuana bashing of any kind. Don't. Talk about it! <laughs> don't, don't talk bad about it. But yeah. Okay, ready? This game is called, Is This Too Much? Oof, all right. Imagine yourself maybe in your single days. I get to still laugh yeah. about that. <laughs> TripAdvisor commercial. <laughs> oh, Kelly. Is, is this too much? Is this too much, yes. Yeah. So imagine yourself maybe in your single days where you're dating a lot or whatever. Or whatever. Okay. And I'm going to go with she. Is that the correct pronoun? for? I the... would prefer she, yes. Okay. <laughs> she says she wants you to meet her kids. She invites you over. She brings you into her bedroom. And she opens up a dresser drawer and says, These are my kids, Rory. This is Billy and Frankie and Stevie. Stevie's the little guy. Are they taxidermy children or squirrels? They are dildos. That's weird. Even for me. She's dead serious. You can ask questions if you like. Is she using them on me? Uh, maybe, perhaps, with intention to. Is that too much? Is this too much? It's too much. She has named. So she's she calls, been talking about them all night. She yes. She, like you're children? coming over to meet her children. She wa- She said, "Please come over. I'd like you to meet my children." Then no, yeah, that's too much. I'd have to, unless she was like hot as. Yeah, I mean, like, is she attractive? No. Is she... Super hot. Yeah, then I'm all right with it. If it was like, if it was like, if it was like dolls, or like taxidermy pets, or like, you know, like live babies, you know, or live babies in a drawer, or live babies. Yeah, if I go over to somebody's house and there's 
<laughs> kids in the drawer, I'm out. Um, people under the stairs, fine. Kids in the hall, cool, but not fingers in drawers. Uh, not kids in drawers. Um, no, I don't think so. It's not too much. Okay. She sends herself flowers from you to her at work and signs your name. Is that too much? Is this too much? Like on his credit card or? Yeah, no, she buys them. But she sends them to herself at work. Well, I think is she doing it just to brag to her other coworkers? Obviously. Well, I don't know because first I think whoever this girl is that is sending credit cards to, flowers to herself, I think you should have like a self-esteem talk with her and be like, look, you don't need to go through all of this. <laughs> it's weird, but it's also like, well, then I don't have to do it. That's like the lazy guy's approach. It's just bizarre. But is it like is, is it, it too much? Would it be like Am uh, I am I newly dating this girl or am I like in a relationship with Like are you saying she's doing it like in a you know, I'm gonna make my girlfriend's jealous or I'm I just, gonna do it. You know what? You know what stop She's way. doing it because Maybe you're not doing it. You know what? But she's still signing your name. But if she's sending it to her desk at work where yes. he can't see it, then how is he gonna like yeah, how It's do I not know? for him to see, it's for everyone else to see. So I don't technically know about it. No, you found out. I found out. Is that too much? Maybe yeah. Visited her at work. It, and you saw yeah, because beautiful bouquet it's of a very, it's a very passive aggressive, just very shitty, weird response. Like, why can't you just communicate with me? So is let's that... do that improv real quick. So you visit her at work, and you see a beautiful bouquet of flowers on her desk. And oh, like, hey, those, those are really nice. Where'd you get those from? Like work or something? <laughs> those are from you, silly. What Look you... at the card. It says, "To Becca, love Rory." <laughs> Well, Sorry about the black guy. <laughs> wait, why did? That's not my handwriting. I didn't send you flowers. What are you doing? Oh, no. Well, I just, I just do that sometimes. I send myself flowers from you because I know you would do it, but you're just not doing it. So I just did it. But why don't you just ask me if I would, you know, say, hey, like I love these certain flowers, and then I could like send you those flowers. No, but I'm, I'm not annoying like that, so I wouldn't do that. So you pay for flowers to be sent to yourself? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> I don't like that. Too much. <laughs> Zacher. Zacher. Thanks for coming, bro. Thank you, bro. Appreciate Everything it. was dope. Kelly, anything? It was lit. Any, any final words? <laughs> Trip Choking on your own spit. Trip advisor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Oh, Trip advisor. Bye. <laughs> Conchata and Kelly's radio show.